Hi, welcome to Drop Gears. Um, hi, I'm Import. I'm a head, a head admin at Evo, uh, doing the podcastings with 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 the crew, uh, Shorty and Lime. Shorty, how are you, my guy? Um, I'm, maybe I shouldn't say this, but uh, a Shorty guy, maybe uh, a little bit under the weather today, so maybe I'm not gonna say that much. I mean, but uh, we have a guest, so that's not the biggest issue, I would say. Yeah, uh, but. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you know uh, German things, right? Um, so, um, uh, happens. My fault. I have to go get through this, and uh, I'm still looking forward to the podcast, obviously, because that's my highlight of the week, kind of. So, yeah, let's uh, let's see how we. Uh, yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> Man. <laughs> yeah, how are you today, Lime? <laughs> Uh, I'm actually tired because we changed the schedule, so I don't wake up at 5, 6 in the afternoon. But other than that, I'm happy. Good things are coming and everything's good. Besides me not, not sleeping on my usual schedule. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, wait, isn't Gecko supposed to like say hello? Gecko? Hello? Ah, uh, yeah. Let me, let me call him. Gecko! Come and say hello. He wanted to say hello, and now he's yeah, out here he really bad. He wanted to say hello. You wanted to s <laughs> Okay. Hey, All right. He's, he's... Ah, there he is. Hey. Hey. Greetings. Hello. Greetings. Hello. All right. I cannot hear you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now get out. It's our show. No, get out, get out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, uh, also, uh, before we uh, introduce our special guest for today, um, uh, the people on Spotify, hi, how are you, uh, are not able to see him right now, but we do have a special guest today, along with, obviously, me, Shorty, and Lime, your normal hosts for the podcast. Uh, again, special guest is going to be forever, and he is from ITB, Into the Breach Esports, <laughs> that name anyways. Um I might get canceled by forever before the end of this podcast. He's been uh, saying that he's will. afraid. Of, he he's afraid. He said he's afraid about getting canceled, but I probably will get canceled before him. So hi, yeah, for... yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, so... the the mustache at the first episode was already enough. Fair. Mm, <laughs> I get, I can't stop that. Sorry. Ah, yeah. Well, how are you, my guy? How, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing fine. I'm really busy, but I'm happy that I could find time for this. I'm in general. I uh, I got school final exams and I'm just happy to slot the appearance here today. Yeah, and I mean uh, technically you were going to be the first uh, guest on the podcast, but yeah. unfortunately yeah, we weren't right. able to get you, so we had to settle for a spammy. Like, ugh. he was our so, second option, man. Happens. happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm happy that you were <laughs> able to. I'm happy you were able to get uh, get on and talk and everything, and I think you have a lot of cool things um, that you can kind of give your perspective on without trying to get yourself canceled during this episode um, that uh, people might be interested to hear uh, and maybe get to know a little bit more about you and everything, because I really think everybody kind of knows the name forever, but not necessarily who is the person behind the name. Um, so that'll be maybe something we'll touch on more. Anyways, um... Anybody have anything before we get started? No? 
No. Okay. All right. Well. Why? Why? Or do, you, or, do you, or do we want to start with drama already? Or what? Uh, no, we do drama. We do drama <laughs> after. Uh, we, we we have drama today. I already dumped it in the chat. If anybody paid attention. All right. So we did have the Middle Eastern Africa Regional. We're not going to go through this too much. F10 won again. Good job to Birdie and uh, his teammate. That sounds terrible because I don't know his teammate's Chemco. name. But there we cool. go. Chemco. Thank you. Um, yeah, good job to them. F10, honestly, expected. Uh, we will probably see them in All-Stars and the World Cup. Anyways, moving on with life. Uh, also, NA Regionals was happening. Damascus Gaming won again. Um, final form finishing in fourth, 100% Canadians in second. I did this out of order. First was uh, Damascus Gaming. Second was 100% Canadians. Tied for third was Air White in final form. And then you had Halcyon Dairy, Air, 100, Air 300, yep, Team Air Green. Yes, I didn't mention the teams from the Middle East, Africa region, but honestly, it's just the F10 show. So really, as much as the other teams were there, they weren't per like performance-wise there. Anyways, so yeah, that is your... Yeah, uh, but uh, Damascus Gaming winning again, so obviously we'll probably see them also uh, in the same position as F10 because it just makes sense. And 100% Canadians, French players. Anyways, that's all we have yeah. to say about them. I mean, I'm really happy that Damascus won and not the 100% Canadians. Same. Yeah, I'm happy for a an NA team to be recognized. Uh in that regard, do I think they're going to do well in All-Stars? We'll have to see, but I doubt it. Mm -hmm. For fun region. Anyways, let's move on. Um, oh, we are going to ITB? Wow. Wow. We start off with... I, I uh, was like, hold on, Team CL, yeah. hello? There we go. I was we'll like, keep, whoa, we'll whoa, 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 whoa. We uh, go back. <laughs> so... <laughs> team sale team gl we talk about it every week let's go through it really quickly the standings it is uh wow it's actually really tied still that's kind of crazy uh first through fourth is tied at two and one alternate attacks i i got messaged by pain to pronounce this team correctly this time it is omnio Tsun. That is how they pronounce their name. The H is silent. So Omniotsun, Sprout, and Orcs GP Numelops. They are your top four all time. That's two to one. Korean. Hmm? Oh, we lost uh, Forever Om Guy. Omnion. Oh, Forever died. Onion. Onion? Huh? Oh, he's Om back. Omnion. Omnion. Do you know what? Let me, let me uh, pull it, this uh, up again. It does sound a little bit <laughs> Korean, true, yeah. Uh, it's Omnion. Yeah, it's Omino soon. Omino soon. Yeah. Omino soon. Yeah. Like tsunami at the end. Soon. Yeah. Yeah, he's back forever. He's back, by the way. Yes, welcome back forever. I can't see who is speaking right now because the Discord is bugged, but whatever. It's okay. Um, and then uh, the bottom four is Shvina and BS Plus, Easy Dream and Exalty. I'm just going to say it right here and now. This is the only thing I have against this. Uh, this uh, out of like all this uh, teams is the fact that BS Plus gets to uh, get catered to very heavily. Um, and I think it's kind of ridiculous that teams kind of have to cater to BS Plus's um, schedule. They literally uh, had a game at 1030 at night and then now they had a game their game yesterday. Uh, the second, yesterday, the second yesterday, schedule yesterday, change was no, because no. of Sprout. What? Yes, because of oh, the, that uh, was because of Sprout. Yeah, that's oh. Dexter is under I'm flaming surgery. them for no reason. Yeah, and Snow's in here. Snow, I'm sorry. I love you. Um, <clears throat> anyways, uh, 
<laughs> oh wait, <laughs> not not the not the same style. Okay, easy. Um, <laughs> all right. Peace happens. I'm trying to get. Ca- I told you this is my speed run to get canceled. Uh, it, it, like yeah, bro. Imagine calling someone French on a podcast. True. Oh, <laughs> that is insulting. That's fair. Um, You're here to make. You can get. We, we can go worse. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we could just go for the obvious stereotypes like wee wee baguette and stuff, but uh, trying to be nice. Um, yeah, anyways, maybe, just maybe I created a Discord bot once that anytime someone wrote something in French, it would react to <laughs> it's evil, but I like it. Oh my god, yeah, I mean, I mean. I got a little bit annoyed on the on the Trickmania, just like on the main Trickmania Discord, that the only kinds of people that were not talking English were always French people. Like the the only kind of the the only ones that joined the English only server, which has rules stating that as as well. Literally, it's <laughs> always French. It, it was always French. Like once a week or like twice a week, you had some guy go, going in, uh, out, and I, I mean. Uh, it never happened with German. At least I never saw that. It never happened with like Italian or, or I or I don't know. It only happened with. I mean, it makes sense because most people are French, of course. But so I did that out of spite. But well, once, usually if you ask people, private, usually if you private. ask people when they when they speak a different language, if you ask them to translate, they'll do it. But French yeah, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. French I mean, people they, or Spanish people even, they won't translate. They'll come just on, like, I mean, yeah. most of most of them just lime. You know it's true. Don't speak. don't don't deny it. <laughs> I mean, most of them Aww. probably just did it because they're very young least... and obviously they're not good at English. So I, I can understand that. Like, nothing I can that. say that at least Chilean and South American people, we do really try. That's fair. My, my experiences with uh, Mexico and... From Spain? No. French Spaniards are like uh, always running against the... They're vibing with their own language. Yeah. I get yeah, it. Yeah, they're just vibing and they just trying to put you on what they're doing and you have to follow them they don't follow you oh weird people okay continue uh, import is an immigrant he cannot be racist all right <laughs> anyways um <laughs> uh, maybe i'm not getting canceled uh, i'm i'm getting canceled today i'm feeling it um so let's go into uh, tmgl and before we even go into the score I can't help but mention it. It's already being talked about, but uh, Elcon bro looks so tiny compared yeah. to mine. I guess it's just <laughs> about uh, Let him mine cook, being bro. big, but I guess uh, I mean Elcon is not that short. It's just that He's, mine I, looks I humongous He's... in this pick. Yeah, mine like, is 183. Let him cook, bro. He. <laughs> He's he's got some growing up to do, I guess. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, it's funny how they just like they proportion this so weirdly. Is yeah. Anyways, uh, so ITB won. Yay! You guys beat big. Uh, you put Finally. big. You bit. Uh, you put big further in the mud. Um, since you are here and you are the ITB coach and team manager, um, kind of give us a, a rundown of kind of what was going through preparation and just kind of how the match went overall. Okay, yeah. Uh, in short, I just wanted to say that for free, while it is a win, it's not a score we're certainly happy with. 
Especially as we played scrims versus big before and we know what we're capable of. Uh, definitely a positive surprise in this match, uh, winning freestyle. Elkon, really good performance on that map. Um, but then some small chokes along the way, especially slowdown, where you just lacked consistency, made us go to game 7. And yeah, it's not a scenario that anyone is happy with. Especially game seven on reps when on reps we are proven to be to lose important games versus BDS for example. We lost reps ten to nine after literally being better on paper and on pace. We just kept choking. So I think this is a big relief that we finally close a game out on reps. And if we would lose this game, we would, the mud would be calling. So I'm really happy that we got this one. We all were cheering for you. I mean, for you. For you guys ITV. Are the fan favorite. Yeah. I mean, I, like, it's you and Big. Like, let's just be honest. Like, international wise, it's you guys and Big that are like the fan favorites. So. It was actually a really hard game to watch and to root for someone because, uh, as, as a fan, it's just, you don't want any to lose. You know, it's an important match. It was an important match. And anyone would have won, everyone would have been happy. And it's it's hard to see the other favorite team, you know, to lose. It's uh, I I don't know. It's a bittersweet, you know. Yeah, it was a close game, so that's yeah. nice. Yeah, it was a close game, and there was, was a lot on the line too, because I mean, obviously, no. your standings. You guys are at the unfortunate for you guys, but you guys are at the bottom end of the of the standings so any any win is like really important like for sinners especially and we talked about it right before the podcast but like sinners which we'll get into uh their loss but um they really had to win their last game last week and they didn't they got stopped really badly and oh, yeah, uh, their so their crazy. playoff dreams are stomped with it and uh yeah so as a caster i'm in the mud um if I wasn't in the mud already before, which I was. All right, yeah, next game. <laughs> hey, look, speaking of mud. Uh. Um, yeah, G1 uh, beat Sinners. And honestly, okay, despite the fact that from the Sinners side, it was a disaster. Uh, G1 slapped uh, world record times live uh, during this match. And it was a really good match from G1 side. They just did really well. And... I was talking with Spammy last week, and maybe forever you can give your input on it as well. G1 seems to be a team that is going to has the huge potential to be at the top. Yeah, definitely. I already think they're the top one team in the league right now, if they keep performing like this. Of course, there were some smaller, worse, let's say, uh, matches. Mm. Like, for example, versus Alliance, they really trolled that one. But we can all agree that right now G1 looks the fastest. The question is, will can they back it up with consistency in the playoffs? Because right now they still have to face Solari, so they will place either second or third. And that changes a lot because second seed goes into upper bracket and the third seed has to make a lower bracket run. So it's a very important uh, last two matches for them, especially Ahmed versus Solari. And we will see. If they get seed two, I think they're my favorite to win it all, at least. 
Yeah, we will see how they do. Um, did, Shorty, did you watch it at all or no? Uh, I watched a little bit, yeah, but I didn't watch G1 against Sinners. Sag. I mean, uh, I think the result is pretty much expected, but uh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. driving world record times is obviously insane. But uh, if any, if someone is gonna do that, it's gonna be like someone like Gwen, of course, right? Or like, yeah. It's 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 not unexpected to some degree. It's just uh, like when when Gwen wants, like when he when he wants it, and when he's like fully trained, then he is obviously a monster. I'm sure he probably still struggles a bit with the consistency side of things. That makes total sense. But if he can, you know, kind of uh, find his consistency in, in during the during the league, I mean, that's also one one big big plus side, right? Like now you have, now you have like uh, a lot of practice, of course, with the with the new system and everything before the the playoffs really start. So. Calling them favorites, I mean, they are definitely up there. Like, they, they have a chance to win. I totally agree with that. You know what my favorite is, though? The G1 cast and the, the, oh, our no. weekly update oh, about no. the G1 cast. No, no please, no. <laughs> <laughs> our favorite cast, the G1 cast. Yes, they did cast. And uh, thank you, Yakazdo, in our chat for uh, giving us an update. Actually, I didn't pay attention to it, but I was I was also wondering. I was like, did they cast this week? And they did. And uh, the caster, who we all know and love, Odeblock, clearly just like the G that brings it home and brings us entertainment on a weekly basis, totally related to Trackmania. No. Um, he wanted to watch. The, he wanted the match to be over quickly so we could play RuneScape. And that was. Uh, to that's be... the update. Oh, okay. <laughs> To say something good about the G1 cast, when I went into the this stream, the guy was, there were a glimpse of interest in what was happening in Trackmania, actually. He was like, I don't know if the, it was this weekend or it was the last one, but he was like, oh, if we want this one, oh, we're, we're going to be first and they have to win uh, first and first. And, and they, he was actually explaining the chat. Uh, what happened? What what five needed minutes. to happen in order to for yeah five minutes? But he he was explaining, you know. And then I closed it because I just couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't bear to uh, listen to him uh, talking uh, so much nonsense and being like, yeah, be ready. Uh, hopefully this go really fast, and, and then we play Runescape or something. Runescape, gross. Let's go to the next oh. game. <laughs> BDS beats Alliance 4-1. Is this expected really quickly? Yes or no? I don't think we need to get into this. I'd say yes. Pretty much expected. Yeah. Oh, really? Am I yeah. the only one that thinks that it, it, it didn't? They okay. are undefeated right now in the league. So. Yeah, but it's still Muda and Soldia. They are uh, Soldier's kind of on the money. I'm just going to be yeah. honest. I mean, so, one thing that, that I saw on this uh, last match is that he, uh, because Spammy did the interview uh, before the match started, and uh, Sol just said, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to try some uh, different strats and stuff. And I actually I, I saw him doing that, you know? I, I so don't think Sol just like, bad, I but I just think overall he lacks in pace compared to the others. Oh, yeah, that that is one thing for sure. And when you're at the top of the leaderboard, it's not about 
I mean, yes, it's about consistency, but really is about who has the fastest pace and are they going to be consistent? And if both of those are yes, then Alliance is not in that picture. Uh, I would just like to add, despite the score being 4-1, this was a much closer uh, match than all you might expect. Reps went 10-7 to BDS, parkour was triple overtime, and Alliance got it. Then Slippy Slides was 10-8, Freestyle was 10-7, and Agility Dash was 13-10. So it's never more than three points of a difference. It was a very close game, but in the end, the duo of Afi and Rel. Afi, who is driving an insane season, and I think he is right now the league MVP. Of course, this still can change in the last two days, but right now he's driving out of his mind. And Aurel, who's supporting him really well, they're just uh, the best duo. They went out prepared from the get-go, and now they're first in the league just because of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like I said, I don't think Soldier's bad. I just think pace-wise, if, if everybody's checking their boxes, Soldier, compared to the rest of the top of the field, just does not have the pace. He can have the consistency, but if he does, it's the same thing with Sinners. Sinners has the consistency, but their pace is like garbage. They're really slow. It's they're so slow. Like yeah. watching Tween take the wrong line, like at week what five is it now? Is just like what are you doing in practice, my guy? Like he and he takes a like a consistently wrong line, and he and he doesn't have the optimization of like a lot of tracks and kind of even for Kappa too. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, if you, you can be consistent all day, but if you don't have the pace, you're not going to do well. It's just how it be. Um, yeah. Anyways, next map. Saying, I mean, the, I think one problem for soldier is that right now he, obviously he's aware of being the kind of, you know, yeah, like he he, is. he's, he's aware of, in, of the role that he is supporting, um, that he has to support Mada, which kind of forces you to be like, yeah, I know I have to be, like, he knows he needs to be super consistent and probably uh, he, I don't think, because Soldier wasn't really, it's not like that Soldier was pace-wise slow. Like, obviously he's uh, now in Team jail because he, he is crazy fast. I think maybe he's just, because of this, like because of the fact that he has to be the the safe guy and he literally can't afford the mistakes because he has to has to be there when when you know he, like he basically has to be there every round for 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 them to have a chance because Mada is kind of the guy that Mada needs to be first so he is he is he has to push and Mada sometimes makes mistakes because of it obviously because he, you know he's going for first but because Soja is not even go- he, like Soja isn't even going for first which is automatically meaning that if you're so hyper focused on driving safe you're not going to drive fast like there's no chance i think if he would if he would would be able to like just drive on his own and not have this uh, focus on it i think he would definitely play like there fast, were a few huh? rounds that he was actually playing more of a risky type of player and not standing as the the second supporting player in the team. And I, th- those rounds were, were actually good. But yeah, it, I believe that maybe now it's, it's too late to pull out that card. Maybe not. But I would like to see him playing uh, on his own pace and not being so much of a supporting uh, the supporting player in the team, you know, like mm. being freely. Anyway, let's go to Solarian uh, coming cope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Solarian won. Uh, is this expected? Yes or no? 
obviously, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Though uh, Carmin Corp, I might um, have to say they're much better this season than I expected them to be. Especially Bren. I felt like with the recent ZRT and World Cup results, I felt like he was slightly losing on pace, but this season he's proving that he has still got it. And Otak is also performing really nicely. Uh, I think oh. that KC are one of the more underestimated teams in like the let's say yeah, the English community of TM, English speaking community because yeah. in the French scene obviously they're very hype but I really think there's a one there are ones to watch in those playoffs and I think they m probably will be top 4 in the playoffs. Hmm. That's an interesting prediction. I mean, I I see it. I I, I can see it happening. It just kind of depends on whether certain teams kind of wake up or not in the playoffs because playoffs always kind of brings a different atmosphere so yeah playoffs are actually really unexpected like what's what's gonna happen you can see a team completely in the mud <clears throat> for the whole season and then uh in playoff they're like okay we have to give you everything now and they actually start performing out of the blue and you're like oh they they are actually good, you know, and there are some teams that they <clears throat> stay there in their confidence and they, they don't step up and they get eaten by the the other team. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see the playoff. Yeah. All right. Well, is that the last match? I think so. Yeah, be. The last match, yeah. Let's go. Uh oh yeah, standings. Um yeah, BDS is still undefeated five oh. Um man. We we talked about this uh, forever. I assume you would agree as well. Uh, TMGL just needs more matches overall. Because, like, yeah, yeah kind of ridiculous. At least do a double round robin. And I, at minimum, that would be acceptable compared um, to this single round robin. Yeah. The main issue I see with the current format is that you're practicing for a week just to play for an hour. Yep. Yes. Um, yeah. Also, the issue is that there's no rematches. One match goes badly and you're in the mud. Well, to be fair, that's been League of Legends for how many years? And it's, but yeah, still, but, even then. Uh, League of Legends is not a good example. Yeah. Um, I would say that, especially with how short the matches are, that we play best of one. Uh, I mean, uh, in League, they play best of three. And our matches, best of sevens, are the length of their best of ones. We should definitely play twice a week, no yep. matter if we play the same opponent twice in a row or um, we play someone else. I think that. The league is capable, and especially what I would like to see is an expansion in which uh, this was discussed on Massa's stream yesterday. There was Carl uh, Brenner and a few other people. I would like to see the league getting to the point where we are comfortable playing during the weekdays as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because right now there's a literally seven days break between the matches, and it's really hard to have any retention on the viewership. I feel like the next logical step for the league to grow is uh, to have matches midweek as well, possibly making the season short, uh, shorter because you play every three days, not every seven days, but then we can add a rematch and it's going to be the same season length and more content to watch for others. Yeah, I mean, I would agree yeah. with that. I think that's... that's Because uh, it's not like... The viewership is going to like die if it's not on the weekends. Like, 
Exactly. In fact, most most Trackmania players often are more active during the week than on the weekends. So, uh, like that's a uh, like it's it's true. Like if you try to do schedule any tournament on like a Saturday Sunday, oftentimes it's like pulling teeth to get people to show up because they're like, ah, I got things I want to do with my family on the weekend, which is fine. It's perfectly understandable. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, if it's um, if it's just like to watch a stream on the weekend. Uh, it's not necessarily the most enticing thing unless you're not doing anything on the weekend. So, yeah, I agree. And uh, we, we've harped on it a thousand times. So, uh, uh, harp on it again. Uh, put it on a main uh, yeah. Trackmania stream. And <laughs> I, then I your think... viewership numbers will go to the moon. I think that the next step of making the league uh, longer, I mean, on, on more days and stuff, is when uh, the players are completely sustainable by the the league itself mm-hmm. because otherwise if you have to work you cannot play in the week if you have to study you cannot play in the week you, you know, can you, you have it's to... gonna be on the evening most likely it's yeah a, it's, it's a it's a sacrifice that you need yeah. to be willing to take I, i'm not it's, if it's you're not pro fun, it should be but it, like you know <laughs> like with things with, with things going like this is the first you know like trickmania is still growing and the league is still growing if you're not willing to make that sacrifice now, where where the chances of this becoming an actual job, then yeah. when when then like when else would you do that? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think it's I think if you're if you're going to take this seriously and you want to be a pro and you want to have the title of a pro, you need to act like a pro, and that means focusing on what you're here for, which is to play professional Trackmania. Yeah. There's and one it, more issue, though. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, sorry for uh, interrupting. As Simon pointed out, this was also discussed on NASA's stream. Time zones are a really big factor. Um, if they have to play during weekdays, yeah. Good luck to, for example, someone from Australia like Mada, even though Mada does... I don't think he has a job right now. But imagine someone having to play at 5 a.m. and then going to work at 8 a.m. That's not really uh... fun. Yeah, but um, luckily, most most players right now are still EU based, and correct. I mean, yeah. you have to you have to do that. I mean, you you can technically you could also schedule matches uh, different time, but you can't you can't uh, work your primary league, your primary professional league around a a globe like that. You have to settle on one time zone, and. Like, if you are going to be a pro player and you want to be in a professional league like TMGL, you have to understand that you're... Like, if the matches were during the week, the pro players... uh, The player who is wanting to be in pro is going to have to understand that they're going to have to also also make that sacrifice. Is it fair to them? No, not necessarily. But it's something that they would have to do. If if we're wanting to move... If we're wanting to be serious about Trackmania, if we're wanting to be serious about Trackmania becoming an actual esport, then those changes have to be made at some point because there is no never going to be a ecosystem or just a system in general that is going to be fair to every single participant. Yeah, team. that is true. Even though the first step to Trackmania being an actual esport is actually Nadeo taking Trackmania as an esport because... This is not even uh, a stream on the main channel. It's, uh, I, I've been saying this. I, I, tr- I truly don't see uh, Nadeo uh, 
taking uh, the weight of having an eSport league as it is. You know, it, it's like a side hobby that they have there. And if it explodes, that's really good. But if it's not, well, we have something for the people and be happy with what we have, basically. I think... I might be one... wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I think the main issue with uh, TM not being on the Trackmania cast is uh, on the Trackmania channel is not that uh, Nadia wants quick viewership. As far as I can see, and this is just my theory, I have mm, no uh, no info to back it up. You need to account into the fact that uh, Virtual has outgrown Trackmania. Yeah, people are not watching Virtual because of Trackmania. They are watching him because he's Virtual. His viewership usually doesn't overlap with other TM streamers, except for maybe a bit with Scrappy. Uh, and you need to remember that obviously a person like Virtual, who brings a ton of viewership, might cost a lot uh, when it comes to just uh, having him as a caster. And uh, if he were to uh, he were he were to stream on the Trackmania channel. He wouldn't have the sub revenue, the ad revenue, and it would be probably much more expensive for Nadio to have him on uh, the Trackmania channel, which would probably cost price pools. And right now, price pools, as you know, they're a bit, a bit better. They're still far away from tier one esports. And if we were to yeah, sacrifice this small brand growth for, let's say, like 5, 10k of price pools, I don't think it's a worthy trade off. I cannot speak for Nadio. This is just how I see it. This is an argument I don't see that is that I don't see being mentioned a lot. So, just thought I would bring that out. No, it's something that I also have thought about. But at the same time, as an organization, I cannot see myself. This is a personal opinion. I cannot see myself putting all my viewership and all my growth into an influencer. You know, it's it's just not. You have to do an investment. Right now, I mean, you have to look at it into the future, and you can just say, "Oh, yeah, we don't have uh, money to pay the the big guy in in our game." But you also have other people that are doing casting that they are good, uh, that they will attract more people that are not just the influencer uh, viewership. You know, you can attract other people that actually want to play the game. I, I don't know. That's that's what I think. I agree. I agree. Um, I, I, I see all points. And I mean, I think we all just know that certain things have to be changed in order for it to be a thing. If we want yeah. to move. We down can the road. wait. I mean, it doesn't matter. If Rome was not built in the, a day and track mini definitely will never be. But anyways, it's quite busy to be fair. Fair. Yes. Um, with what kind of projects? Uh, Could be too much making. Uh, to uh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, it's uh, it's past yeah. early February, and uh, Pepperidge Farm remembers uh, that uh, matchmaking was promised. Anyways, uh, yeah. So uh, to finish up this TMGL segment, uh, like we said, BDS five zero Solari is four one in second. Third is Gamers first, or tied with Kermin Corp for three two. Uh, tied for fifth is Into the Breach with Alliance. And then in the mud at the moment is Big and Sinners. Sinners is mathematically eliminated from playoffs at this point. Uh, there's just literally... Not yet. They oh. have 8%. 8%. Uh, they would have to win 4-0, and then still other teams would have to 
uh, align with the matches. So and we know that isn't going to happen. Yeah, big alliance and us Imagine losing twice. Imagine if happens. Imagine. Imagining is cute, but uh, this is unimaginable. Um, so yeah, that that's that's gonna be it for that. All right, all right let's move on with uh, TMCL's schedule for next week. It is gonna be Sprout versus BS Plus starting at 10 p.m. on the 15th. That match was played already last night. That, yeah. Yep. I just now remember or that. Or one to Sprout, correct? Um, I, I didn't really watch the whole game. I think I hopped in, in the middle. Yeah. Uh, if I have to say anything about that game. Holy smokes, were Sprout impressive in that match. Uh, except for losing their first pick, uh, their agility was TMGL level. Uh, agility dash, of course, I mean. I'm shortening the names. Uh, I watched their agility dash. They were on pace with uh, half of TMGL teams, uh, which really goes to show how many people underestimate Scrappy and Dexter, who are literally legends at this point of the TM Pro community. And I think that if Scrappy cares enough and he if he keeps his motivation as well and he doesn't take his, uh, let's say, he doesn't tox tilt. toxic mentality into it, I think his his place is back in TMGL. Yep, I would agree. I, they did really good, and it looked. No, like you it, agree. It I remember someone that doubted Sprout. At the I did, but I like they, they I watched the game. I didn't watch all of it, but I watched the game, and I was like, "This is the time that Sprout needs to wake up," and they did. So, I mean, yeah. I agree with what Forever has to say. I mean, what Fight we say me. Then, uh, on the on the podcast all the time is that uh, they show the level, but if they are really compromised into playing it, they're gonna show their level. You know, yeah. if not, if they take it at us or whatever, and we're just doing this for fun, they're just gonna play like it's cup of the day, basically. But they have shown a level, they have shown compromise, they have shown responsibility and uh, passion for the game, and it's it's a showing. Yep. Um, all right, so Exalti uh, Schweine Aim is going to start off TMGL on Saturday. That is going to be at 6 p.m. Central European time. The next is Easy Dream versus Omnio, Omino, Omino, <coughs> Son, uh, at 7 p.m. Central European time. Bro, I'm going to get it one day. And then Alternate Attacks versus uh, Orcs Numelops GP, GP Numelops Orcs, whatever. One of those three in that order is going to be the match of the week, which is actually a very exciting match. I am excited to watch that. Um, all right. And then for TMGL, really bad, is going we? to be starting off with Sinners versus Alliance. I can already kind of predict how that's going to go, but that's going to start off at 5 p.m. Central European time. And if you want to watch the cast, uh, you can watch it on G Geek Stream this week with me as we are going to be casting uh, that match on G Geek Stream. So you should watch that because that cast is going to be better than the main one. Anyways, um, Solari versus ITB is going to be at 6 p.m. Central European time. Um, then G1 versus Big at 7 p.m. And then the match of the week is going to be BDS versus Carmine Corp. Uh, the French versus French uh, match of the week. That should be a pretty good one. It should be. Uh, I'm interested to see if Casey is able to uh, take off uh, a couple games from BDS or maybe even sneak in a win. I don't think so, but it'd be interesting to see. So. Gonna be um, good uh, things. Yeah. And I'm kind, uh, of, kind of disappointed that we didn't get match of the week because if we didn't get it this week, that means we're probably not going to get it versus Sinners. I, I, think I think like the backstory behind ITB, Solari, the revenge for World Cup, let's say, 
is a much better storyline for a match of the week. But I BDS and versus KC would be my second pick as well. Well, it, I think the match of the week is purely based off of standings at this point. So really, it's yeah, kind of just kind of. Then I don't understand why, uh, for example, ITB BDS wasn't also a match of the week. But it was I, I, certainly I, the best one in terms. This of one, this so. one, you know why? It's French. It's it's the it's, well, yeah. It's I mean, I understand it. Yeah. If I knew the French national anthem, I'd probably just start singing it right now, and everybody would get the message. Like, I think that it's kind of obvious why this match was picked. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, all right, so that is going to be it. Uh, before I forget, uh, the European uh, TM World Tour uh, regionals is going to be happening. Evo Pink is going to be sure, and Evo Black is going to be trying. Again, to do really well, Evo Pink's goal is always to get top eight in each regional. So you can definitely check that out on this Twitch channel. For those who are watching Twitch with us right now or those who are on Spotify, come check out our Twitch um, at twitch.tv slash evotrackmania, where we will be streaming uh, the journey of both Evo Pink and Black for Saturday and Sunday. Uh, and we will be rooting for Deska and stuffs to make it um, to the top. And uh, forever, uh, you should be rooting for us because uh, Deska. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I think that Shimon is literally uh, the close, most comparable player to me. We both like the same styles and our results are very equal. Uh, so I'm kind of rooting for him. But looking at the first EU regional and seeing how many good teams were left out because of the registration bug, I'd, I wouldn't have high hopes for EVO to get top 8. I think that there's really duos mad. like Volner, Hedra, for example, that were left out, and other French duos that Forever still got a lot to show. It, 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 no, 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 no. I, I understand where realistic. you're coming from. You're being <laughs> realistic, but at the same time, I think you're forgetting the seeds, because the seeds do play an important part. And um, if... It really depends on who took matchmaking seriously. In I mean, Vulnera is rank one right now. Right. So. so, but that means at minimum, to get to top eight, at least for Evo Pink, they would not they would not meet up with Vulnera at top yeah. eight. So. Yeah, sure. But uh, they are more likely to meet up other stronger teams because they're yeah. more stronger teams. Of course. I mean, that's the that's the whole point of getting top eight. You have to go through a couple sure. strong teams. I so. think it's possible, but it's. Way less likely than the last one. And mint that mint match was actually uh, was a coin flip. So I didn't watch it. I don't yeah. even watch EU so, regionals. So when uh, when we played against mint, which is Razi's team, that was a coin flip because like we were we choked two of the maps, and it was their map picks, and we actually could have won them, and we just kind of choked at the end. So that's how we ended up losing that one. But uh, I think I think Evo Pink is still extremely capable of top eight, and we shall see. But um, also, for those teams who also didn't make it to that last EU regional, which I disagree with this decision, but whatever. Um, if any of those teams that didn't make it get points, their points get doubled um, for this week, which I think is kind of ridiculous, but it'd be what it'd be. It's the only possible solution. Otherwise, you would have to I would say time, the other regional. I, I, could, I would agree with times and a half, maybe, but double, especially if like your team... They lost up. one regional, not to their fault. I think that's fair. Yeah. Obviously, you're going to be hurt because of that, but the thing is that if those teams played they would probably be in the top eight anyways. So the, the teams that will get rewarded because of that 
they would deserve that in the first regional as well. So I think it's the best solution that was possible. It might not be fair to everyone, but well, you cannot make everyone happy. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm just happy to see that Nadio has taken it because at first they said that it's the player's fault and then they agreed that it's their fault. Yeah. So I'm glad that they took at least oh. some steps to make it more balanced. I mean, that's going to make this this week's region really important, though, because depending on the seeding, like, one team that potentially would be top 8, uh, you know, if they face off very early, then uh, they're not going to get a lot of points, and all of a sudden only one regional is left for a team that usually could be in top 8, if not for bad seeding, potentially. Yep. It's possible. Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, and that is starting on Saturday, so make sure you guys check that out. Yeah, I just um, want to quickly mention, oh. we're going to have a special guest commentator on this stream for Saturday. Oh, yes. It's going to be myself and Quantum Death Cat. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that's right. And for Sunday, should any of our EVO teams make it to day two, which we hope, it will be Quantum Death Cat and Jack Donde casting. Because I'm not here on Sunday. Good. Yeah, I will be. I will be coaching. Uh, so that is why I'm not casting it. Um, so if anybody ever asks, that's why I I don't import, cast starting. Import took inspiration from me. The belt yes, is ready. Yes, I, I have my own belt. <laughs> <laughs> and my belt's saying, uh, uh, "Stop freaking out! You guys got this." Anyways, um, so with that being said, uh, there obviously we have forever here for a reason we want to kind of find out a, uh, a little bit more about him um forever if i if i may uh you are eight 19 or 18 or 19 18 still 18. i'm gonna be 19 in may so you are 18 year old coaching and managing the team for itb esports which is kind of crazy uh because usually like even in the esports world you the average age of like a head coach or manager is oftentimes somewhat older. So, I mean, you're really young. You still have a lot to learn compared to me. I'm, I'm old. All right. I got it. Um, but, uh, like how did you end up, how did you end up getting involved with ITB? Kind of give us like a small history, how you got involved with ITB and how it led us to this point. Um, so yeah, if I had to recap the whole story and every team that I've been in, since I've joined TM, this podcast would take three hours. So I'm just going to start with Team 2020. No, but you can do it like... A, a nah, I, I don't even remember all the teams. There was such a shit ton of teams that I don't remember. But I would just start with Team 2020. I was in testing the alpha version of the game. After the game was released, I just kind of felt burned out because the period before in Team 2, I was grinding like eight hours a day. Uh, literally without any breaks so it was just day-to-day -day grinding and i kind of felt burnt out so at the start of 2020 i didn't really play much of tm and then in 2021 i got back with my friend ot who might be watching i don't know if he is he will say hi to the chat but uh, uh we decided to form a team together called tauro and that's kind of how it's steamrolled um I used a lot of my connections. We got Mime on board, uh, Rotaker, mm -hmm. any other good players, Arizal, Raysta. We just had a really good team, but the thing with us was that we were not really available uh, to play team comps at all. That was until the Exalted Realm merge. 
uh, in late 2021 as well. Uh, so we only played one team completely, but that's kind of the structure that I personally preferred, just having individual personas over a team. And I already then I thought that this is the way to go for the teams. And I guess that was kind of a new approach in TM, ex excluding TMGO and TMCO. And I guess that's why it works so well. We got very good uh, solo people. And of course, MIME and TMCL later qualifying the TMGO. Uh, then, well, once MIME qualified, Exalty were not, uh, couldn't fulfill their requirements for joining TMGO. So I decided that I have nothing to lose. Um, I was still 17 at the time, that mm. I'm going to help him out and try to find a, a team for him. So I left Exalty Tauro and started the search in early January. Uh, if I recall correctly, it was around 150 emails to different personas, COOs, eSport managers, CEOs, everyone, and around 500 Twitter DMs. Uh, so it was around 100 orcs in total. He was counting. <laughs> oh, the shit. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have like a whole Trello with every orc listed and did they respond if they not. I, uh, there was a lot of people that helped us out, including Kims or SRK, for example. Um, but yeah, in late April, we contacted ITB and we instantly got a reply that they're very big on TM and they actually thought about that as well. And that's how we kind of how we got there. There was in total, we had around 15 orgs that were interested and uh, ITB seemed like the most hyped with the project instead of just trying to jump in because there's an opportunity. They see it as a. They saw it as a long term, and that's why we are still here in TMGO. And Dang. that's pretty much it. Since then, I've been a manager, and since the new TMWT season requires a coach, I'm also acting as a coach. But I'm not a coach just on paper. I'm trying to work with the guys to, especially improve their uh, communication during rounds. Yeah. Because despite them being in TMW, TMWT circuit. And despite them being much faster than me, I have way more uh, team comp uh, and in general, way more experience on uh, giving calls and how to manage calls during rounds. So that's the one of the only things that I can teach them. And I also sometimes look at different strats during matches and then relay them to them to check it, them out. I think we got, we implemented one strat from, from it so far, but yeah. And so the players are that, doing most of the work. So that's like honestly, like I don't know why, but I'm like very proud of you because like that it, it takes a lot of effort. I and what's really cool, and I, I now I understand why I feel like I maybe you don't feel this way, but I feel like I have this kind of like like understanding and somewhat of a connection with you when it comes to this kind of stuff because um, I have this experience as well, not necessarily on the level of professional trackmania level, but I mentioned it before last week and i'll mention it again this time uh i was a uh, organizer and the founder of a collegiate esports uh, e athletic program at my university and i got the university to fully fund that and invest about eighty thousand dollars initially in the first year to that um and a lot of that required a lot of administration um coaching shot calling for for coaching and everything because we started out with league of legends um, and that's really where I come from. 
and that's why me and Lime have this connection with League of Legends. It's yeah. everything <laughs> is connected. But um, yeah, no, like I I understand. And what you did, having to reach out to all those people, I remember being in that exact same position back in the states. Here, I haven't really done that so much in in. For Evo, because we just get people to just fall on our lap and be like, yo, I think the only time we actually started hardcore reaching out was for uh, our LAN event in September. And even then, we really didn't, it didn't take us long before we finally got uh, events like, what, Chris, within a month or so of just like somebody answering us. It's not like two weeks. Yeah, actually, you're right. Two weeks. We we sent out emails, and then within two weeks, one of the and we only sent out like four or five emails. We had a call with somebody in Stockholm, and then now we have our venue in Cologne, which I already leaked, so I don't mind that. Uh, we have our venue in Cologne that's happening in September, and like, but that's not easy, and that's and the amount that you had to do is respectable, and I'm very proud because that's that's really cool. Yeah, just a quick reference. I mean, Spammy also said he was like contacting 150 organizations or something last week. Yeah, that's to find a TMGL org. Okay, here's the difference though. Spammy is an adult, and and like forever, you're an adult as well. But like you're young, and not necessarily. And and this is why I give you so much props for it because, and and I don't mean to disrespect disrespect you at all because you are young. Because when I did my stuff, I just was older because i went to college late i'm i was a late bloomer so for me when i did all my stuff at my university it was like i was already like 21 22 yeah true um but um for you at your age it's not it's not the stereotypical thing of somebody at your age uh that somebody would necessarily have one the confidence to do nor the know-how to do or or just uh, willing to do it oftentimes most people can't even fathom that so that's why i'm just like dang (laughs) So yeah. it's kind of crazy to think that all these years I've spent in TM, so many people know me for so many years and I'm still at high school. <laughs> Last year. Yeah, that's actually but, insane. Uh, like the, uh, first time, the first time someone told me how old you are, I was like, huh? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I think surely we know each other from TM2 already, right? Like 2017, yeah, 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 yeah. I was with MD. We were with THE at the time. Legendary TTC second theme. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should know each other. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good old, good old times. Yeah, very good old times. But well, yeah, I wish 100... we could just come back. <laughs> like oh, some some things, yes, but not all of them. Like some, I, I I'm still trying to, you know, like certain okay. things changed, of course, to the better. Some things changed yeah. to the worst. Like yeah. I would not ever. I, I don't play the old track manias at all. Literally never. Like I, I, I mean, why would you? I never played anything but stadium usually anyways or whatever but you would never want to play Trackmania without the fast respawns anymore uh yeah just just no no no, yeah once once you get used to it it's just so easy to forget it in tm2 um but yeah yeah Uh, so I uh, maybe maybe you can kind of give a different perspective on it for for somebody who's wanting to kind of get themselves involved with uh, esports org or something like that, or just kind of start their either a team or a community or something like that. Um, For you, like you said, you messaged um, a lot of teams and this was my experience. Maybe you had a different experience for me. Making the message wasn't necessarily 
the hardest part, the hardest part was me actually researching and finding teams. Cause sometimes you have to like go through to the deep, deepest, darkest corners of the, uh, of the internet to like find some of these teams. Uh, cause not necessarily all these teams are known. Um, but they have money behind them and they just are waiting for their moment to like breach out into certain games and start a, start a presence in some of these games. Do you feel like you had a similar experience or different? Um, I feel like the hardest to reach out were the bigger, uh, the bigger orcs, yeah. mm, excluding some like Navi, for example, where it was very easy. But the thing about most of these, uh, big orcs like face clan, 100 thieves, uh, is that most of the people that run any uh, important positions there, they are also known in the gaming. They have 100k follows. It's very hard to gain their attention, and usually they have their DMs blocked. Yeah. For Face Clan, for no, example, yeah. I remember I've spent like three hours just trying to find an email, making accounts on different websites, mm -hmm. um, to the point where I think I found three emails uh, from them, but I still didn't. They still didn't answer, so unlucky. Yeah. But yeah, for, I mean, that's normal though. You know? That's normal for yeah. those. For yeah. most teams, how I worked was usually going on Liquipedia and there's an organization tab there and just looking through those people and then researching either their LinkedIn or their details or their Twitter accounts. Kind of reverse engineering this. Um, it wasn't hard, but it took time because you had to come up with the teams yourselves. Right. So oh. I think I've I'm, at this point I can remember every Liquipedia that is non-TM. Like <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Looking through every region of Dota, every region of League, and then messaging those orgs. It was kind of annoying. Not gonna lie, but someone had to do it. If you don't put the work in you're not going to get anything. Yeah. And it's yeah, and it's those, even yeah. worse. It's even worse now than cuz when I was doing it it was like 2015, 2016 and league was already at the point where the barrier to entry was pretty much too high for any random grassroots person to get into. Other esports were still young, so you could get into it um and like kind of get in with people. Um, but now, especially now, like there's so many high barrier to entries to get in contact with any team because now esports is its own economy. It's got its own ecosystem. You've got a lot of money flowing around. It's, it's very hard to get in, um, a lot of basically if teams. you don't have any contacts, uh, direct or contact or following references or whatever. Trying to hit those big organizations is just a pain in the ass. And yep. most probably you won't have any answer from them because they're going to be like, mm, what is this? No, goodbye. It's, it's not for an investment and they don't have anything. So we are not going to put our money into that. But I... with that, the smaller organizations, it's, it's easier. I remember myself when I was uh, working for this website that we had. Back in the day, uh, trying to get sponsors or trying to get uh, interviews with the team, it was awful because they were all like, yeah, you know what, I don't have time for this. Or, you know what, we can do this, but on my own terms. Or just simply no response. 
And that is one thing that also at the same time brings you down because you're really trying to get something and you're really trying to work most of the time for free because it's just a passion that you have mm. and you get no response. But then there's always, and I'm always a believer that no matter how many doors you knock, there will always someone that will open it up for you. Uh, for you, it was ITV that opened the door for MIME, you and Elcon now. Hopefully in the future, they, we will have other organizations, bigger ones that will open the door and give a Trackmania an opportunity. But it's, it's a matter of growing and time. It's funny because I also like it's funny because back then when we were in Euronics Gaming with uh, me, Riolu, and Marius, uh, at some point we we decided, I mean, more or less, I decided we are not getting anything from Euronics, like, like, no, like, no hard feelings or anything, like, Jack Mania just wasn't worth it. But we kind of, you know, wanted to think, like back then I was still competitive <laughs> and I still wanted things with Trackmania to, to like work. So I also contacted, like, I mean, not 150 orcs, a little bit less. <laughs> I actually stopped. I actually stopped at 15 because what I did was I only contacted organizations where I thought, yeah, they, they have like, they already have other smaller communities so they are probably more willing to invest just because of that or i mean you have certain you, you know certain things so you know that a certain guy for example that the ceo of a certain organization that's rather big likes trickmania so maybe you know these kind of things so i only contacted like 15 orcs you have to shoot your shot that is the thing yeah ex yeah, yeah, yeah i mean i mean honestly um the, the reason why it stopped is we had two um, organizations that were interested in us. And the one we were in contact with, there may or may not have been a final um, meeting where a certain guy didn't show up. <laughs> so yeah, uh, uh, unlucky. Thank you, uh, Riolu, for that. That was... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah... Anyway, that that was really unfortunate because that would have been <laughs> really cool. Story. Because they actually they actually wanted uh, they were interested in Trackmania, but they weren't really that interested in the pro player side in general. But they, they would have done that. But they would have actually wanted to host tournaments and everything like that. So that would have been really cool. But yeah, <laughs> we uh, we we fucked it up a little bit. <laughs> I think that. The thing with the new format, the TMWT, the reformation of it, I think it's a really good step forward for uh, Orc investment. I already, I can't really say much yet, but uh, I'm in contact with some people, especially Orcs uh, from APAC and NA. Uh, they have Aww. a lot of interest um, in TM right now. And I think that soon regionals might outgrow uh, TMCO in terms of orcs. Uh, it's a bold, bold yeah. statement, but right now I think that especially APAC is going to be really stacked. Um, I don't know still about NA. I know of uh, one more org that is going to join, but I don't want to say think APAC region anything. is going to be stacked? I know it's going to be stacked. I mean, I mean, stacked in terms of orcs, because again, oh, in of terms orcs. of players, okay. um, I've said it, it might sound harsh for some people, but I've said it multiple times. 
top two get to all stars and then they get bottom four in all stars. That's how I see it. For the NA players, yeah. Uh, uh, NA, MEA, and yeah, uh, and these regions. I'd say I'd say the only quote unquote competitive team from any of these regions is maybe Birdie's team. But even then... I, don't, I, I don't think so. I think that they don't stand a chance against EO. While you, it might sound so cool, uh, we have to be realistic. You don't see those French players often because they are not, uh, for example, streaming like Birdie. Yeah. But they're they still uh, they still are better. And I think that there's at least like 10, 15 duo duos in EU at least outside of TMGO and TMCO, who are better than any other regional duos. Which is yeah, harsh, it's but it's a true. Truth. Yeah. I fully agree with that. I mean, it is what it is. Yep. Just, EU, EU is the main region, the other regions are still, you know, developing, so it, it, it just, mm. it is what it is. You just can't, you can't become a Trackmania Pro within, like, one year. It just... Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's just uh, not how it goes. How, um, with how stacked EU is, you kind of see the trend that I think Trackmania maxed in EU. I think that's the, the peak that we can reach. There's no more other big orgs coming in, that may, uh, especially into regionals. Most of them are just smaller orgs. Meanwhile, in other regions, we are booming. We have many new orgs coming in. We have many new players. Those regions are going to keep catching up to EU. EU has peaked, and I think that give it a few years, and some of the APAC, MEA, NA duos might be on the level of EU duos. Not now, not in next year, not in the next two years, but after that, I, I think it's possible. Yeah, definitely. I mean, with, with those kind of big orcs that you mentioned, they obviously will get also certain opportunities through that. Like yeah. the support that a big organization can give you for that is also it's it's it makes a big difference because they can fully focus on the game then, potentially. Yeah. But also the thing is that with the TMWT format, they can just grab a top one duo in said regional, and they pretty much are guaranteed to be on World Cup, which they don't have to perform well for them. It's just about being there and having at least some of that viewership. Yeah, they, true. they yeah, are well right. aware that the, the, the teams are not as strong as EU. But for you need to remember, for orgs, it's not about who we, who we like, dislike, who is better or worse. You can grab a top 20 EU team, sure, they'll probably be better than your top 1 APAC team, but they will not get World Cup just because of how stacked EU is. So orgs are yeah. less likely to invest in those regions. Yeah, I mean, it's, in the end, organizations are also just... It's just advertisement. You just want to be seen. You don't necessarily need to perform well, depending on, you know, I mean, the prize money in Trackmania isn't big enough that that, that would, you know, help any org. So it literally is just about being seen. Yeah. yeah. You know who's being seen, though? Uh, let's talk about uh, the, the whores of uh, Trackmania. Um, uh, Evo. Oh. <laughs> What a nice way to introduce yourself, Import. Uh, thank yep. you. I appreciate it. Uh, so we, so I, I just have to read this because this is so funny, um, and and I'll I'll give some context behind it. And like, first off, disclaimer: we think this is more funny than anything else. We don't really like really care about this like opinion because we think it's just people don't understand who we are or what we do. 
and that's fine. Um, oh, but uh, oh yeah, it's the copy pasta now too. It's uh, and I'll read it out for for the Spotify peoples. Uh, oh, don't get me started on the Evo thingy. Uh, this is somebody. This is something somebody wrote. Uh, Lately, Evo looks like the attention whore of the community. Instead of focusing on creating fun and unique things like they used to, they use every possible opportunity, and they say. Oper to, yeah, they spelled it wrong. To grab attention by copying <laughs> others. Some something's gone on there that really changed Evo. Hmm. Yeah, it's me. I changed Evo <laughs> ever since I joined. <laughs> yeah. N- now we go backwards instead of forwards. <laughs> now we go back. Actually, the down the downfall of Evo started. Uh, for forever can attest to this. The downfall of Evo started when I changed. Uh, how the, the Evo Dark server, yeah, yes. the Evo Dark yeah. server. So that's the it's, ultimate it's downfall. Fault. Yeah, ultimate downfall Correct. is the dirt server. Um, yeah, honestly, I'm flattered and thank you. I I am. Uh, we oh, we are the, those damn Americans ruining yeah. you. Yeah, true. Go true. back to Call of Duty or something. I don't know. No, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so. Honestly, like serious note, the people who watch, I think most of them understand what Evo is. But if you don't, let me explain it to you. We are a community first and foremost. We are a community of a lot of people. We have over 10,000 users in our in-game club. And we have around 5,000 users in our Discord. This, These are our numbers. This is the reality of it. So yes, we have a lot of people um we are the largest independent and when we say independent we are independent of obviously nadeo and we're independent of any streamer or team so we are the largest independent trackmania community in our community we do tons of things we have a casual team that does casual monthly events we have a content creation team that does mapping projects that does uh various other things we have a stream team we have uh we have competitive teams yes we started out evo started out as a full speed team but we left that identity about at uh, about the end of uh well mid 2021 is when we really left that that whole stigma it still sticks around with us people still consider us like full speed team which is funny um but we branched into the ice community not because we saw that the ice community was a way we could get more attention, but we branched into the ice community because there were people asking us to help support them and, and, and build the ice community up. And we were like, bet let's do it. Um, there's now, um, a bigger space that we have realized that we can fill, which is LAN events. Um, Trackadia was the kind of the first attempt at that and it was very successful in our eyes i mean overall not the biggest land um but it was big enough to get a lot of attention to it and now we have our second land name pending that's going to be happening in september in cologne and the venue is three times the size of arcadia hotel and it's going to be freaking amazing if uh everything goes according to plan but the event is greenlighted it's greenlighted by nadeo it's greenlighted by the venue itself so once we get the name and stuff and a couple marketing materials we're going to announce that as soon as we can um 
I keep the... on talking. You're definitely not sounding like attention war. No, no, just just keep on <laughs> talking about how great I, I again, I don't care <laughs> that people think we're attention whores. We do a lot of things. I will tease right now. We have a big announcement coming on Monday. The, Chris, this is your Chris. This is your pre-announcement for the announcement. There, I, I, this is the only pre-announcement we do. There is a big amount announcement happening on Monday, um, that is going to yet again expand Evo. Um, and yeah, uh, it's, uh, but the thing is, it's not that we are actively going to these people. Well, I, I, I guess the venue for Cologne, we actually actively went for them, but they could have said, no, like we told the venue, Hey, we want to have this event, um, but we can't pay you anything, but here's the numbers for the previous event. And they said, bet, let's do it. I, I don't know what to say. Evil is not paying anything. We don't make any money. So Anybody who joins Evo is joining on their own accord. We do not just like straight up go to people. I mean, we'll invite some people to join Evo, but that's usually because they've already showed interest into us uh, uh, and wanting to join us. So we're we're big because people are interested. We're passionate gamers. We love what we do and we do it for free because we love what we do. End of story. End of rant. You guys may speak now. Sorry, I'm off. I'm off my soapbox. Thank you. Can I go first? Yes. Yeah, sure. The thing is, uh, it, I'm reading the copy pasta, and I said, uh, instead of focusing on creating fun and unique things like they used to, I mean, podcast is a unique thing, kind of. Blackboard servers do. was a unique thing. They're creating uh, their competition, the casual teams, content creation. I don't get it. I don't get that. And then they they use every possible opportunity to grab attention by copying others. Who are we copying? Like, if you're going to make a statement like this, drop the names. Drop the so stuff I, that we're copying. So I know copying, what they were talking you know? about. So this was, this was from a certain mapping community. <gasps> and their claim was that it's really, it's really weird. We ha we released a Evo Advent Calendar campaign. Yes. That campaign was mini maps, short maps. Yes. Uh, fifteen to twenty seconds, and apparently they they just did not understand this, and they were saying that we were trying to copy, uh, CCC or whatever the heck it is. Their Christmas the TMA slash whatever group that does TMX. the Christmas calendar. TMX. CCP, yeah, TMX. TMX. Yeah, TMX thing. And say that we were trying to copy them mm. with their thing. And it was like, yeah, I could see that, but we didn't. We just did it our own way and we did mini maps because we wanted to do mini maps. And it wasn't for like, it wasn't for us to get, we did it because we just wanted to have something to play. Like, <laughs> like, we did it because we just wanted to do it. It wasn't like anything like, oh my gosh, so these people are doing this. So like, if we do this, then our viewership will go up by 5% and like, blah, blah, blah. Like, no. I mean, if people didn't get the memo, we launched a short and mini server right after. So yes. that, the, the Evo advent calendar was sort of a teaser for that. And nobody got uh -huh. that, but yeah, um, yeah, that was one of the ideas I'm behind one. it. <laughs> and yes, the best map in that campaign was India Vinox Bekarai. Thank you. It was, it was... <laughs> yes, I'm mean, gonna start singing now. Yeah, in the Vinox Bekarai. Okay, <clears throat> um, but yeah, but yeah, it's like the thing seen by copying others or something gone on and they change Evo. I believe. 
I mean, I, I've been looking up to Evo for since I started playing Trackmania, which I started playing in 2020? No, I don't know, I don't remember. The thing is that I've been looking at the Evo guys from the, as an outsider and now as an insider. The things haven't really changed more than the things are getting better now. And that the events are way better, bigger, and with more people, and you have more opportunities and etc. So, I don't know. I don't really get the copy pasta. Mm, go eat something sweet because you need something sweet in your life. Because after saying that, I can see how bitter you are. However, grow that copy yeah. pasta. And no, if you there's... have any issue, go to my DMs. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a oh. different side that somebody may it may have an opinion on and forever. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Uh, I'll just yeah. start with uh, a quick intro. Uh, what you, what, what you said is perfectly fine, and I don't think anybody's gonna hate yeah, yeah, you for yeah, it. Yeah, so. no worries. I know, uh, and not like I care if anyone hates me. Don't worry. Uh, I've I've I have grown both. I I can handle it. No worry. But yeah, you're uh, 18 now, not 17 anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're I'm, a man. I'm not a kid anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I wanted to start first of all. Uh, so the first encounter I had with Evo, it was where when you guys bought out the SM full speed beginner server on TM2, right? Yes. That was circa 2018. And I also remember playing a match against Evo back when it was called Evolution TM, which was a long time ago. You guys got wrecked, so unlucky. But uh, <laughs> uh, back then, uh, the Evo was more of a normal team because they're right. a structure that um, that we now call as a community or of just an association of people who share the same interest didn't really exist back then in TM2. In TM2, it was really just the competitive scene, and the competitive scene held up the all the main parts of the game. There was no interest in such communities. There's like 50 people on the top servers, that was it. Uh, now, it's the roles have changed. The casual play is much more important, and Evo adapted. And yep. if someone thinks that that is an issue, sure, we can think that. Um, I think it's a good thing. Personally, uh, I'm not a big fan of the of the bigger communities and the groups with a lot of people. But it's not like I'm being negative. It's just how no. I am. It's I, your I, preference, yeah. Even in real life, like I don't enjoy any big parties and stuff. Uh, I just value the individual relations more. No. Over having a huge group of community that you influence, um, I think that's perfectly fine to have a gr such group as well. I don't see the issue. Uh, if if I, f I feel like writing such things is seeking for attention more than actually the, the things that were described. Uh, yeah. That's how I feel about yeah. this. I mean, we are the ones talking about it. <laughs> I mean, giving attention to it. I'm to giving be it attention because not, I think it's funny. But I'm not. Sh I'm not sure which, uh, which, uh, certain TMA. Uh, wait, which, which it wasn't TMA. It was. It wasn't TMA. Yeah. Okay. No. I just. I will also. Gonna, I will also. You're, you're always gonna have haters either way. Like maybe he is like, or they. Because I will I also preface that a lot of. I don't think it was exactly these people. I, I'm not naming. I'm not going to name names. 
but some of the, the group that this came from were have a lot of ex former Evo individuals. Um, if you if you see your way out of Evo, like if we remove you from Evo, you've had to only do two things. One is ghost us, and two is be disrespectful to those around you. Or uh, dismiss anything that import says. Yes. 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 I, I yes. Have to agree with this. It's, it's, it's honestly <laughs> not easy with import, really. Man, yes. Manson admin Power lives, in, lives in Germany and already has the mustache. What else do you need? I'm, I mean... <laughs> No, 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 no. But uh, th- th- yeah, no. I for me is I, I I do way too many things that I just don't pay attention to half the stuff. But like all all we ask for anybody who is with us because we're very lax with our rules. I feel like compared to most teams is don't be a dick and have fun and at least show your face like you join a team and then you want to ghost us like yeah you're not going to be on the team anymore uh, being a part of the team means you got to be active some people will join our team to have our tag which i find really weird and and yeah and then they just kind of ghost us after that so it's kind of like well bye sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> at this point evo is more than just a community it's a brand among tm yep and but as long as you guys are non-profit, I don't see what does attention give you. I don't understand the issue at all. I think there's no issue. In fact, I think it's just that someone isn't happy that for them it's not working out. I, I wouldn't even dramatize it. It's just no. one opinion that yeah. is not really clever. The, the, the main reason why I wanted to bring this up is not because of this group. I, I honestly could care less. I, I found it funny and I flattering that, that people... Uh, the the bigger issue because it's not it's not something I haven't heard before is is goes more along the line of what does Evo actually do what are we even um, also one caster on the regionals uh, said that we have like fifteen teams for World Tour and we're like huh we only have technically we have three we but- only have fourteen. Yeah, yeah, we only have 14. No, no, no. But like, <laughs> technically, we only have three duos, one in the NA and two in EU. But we're about to go down to just two because our NA duo doesn't have the time. So really, we only have two duos. And that is nothing compared to some of these teams who were trying like air from freaking NA have like six duos or whatever, like or some of these <laughs> EU teams that have like three or four duos. And we're just getting pointed out because we have a lot of people. Now, this year, it, I mean, we're kind of going to be proving them right with how many competitions we're going to be involved in this year um, that are not Evo. Last year, we focused on Evo competitions and like what Evo was like producing for online events. This year, it's completely different. Our main focus is going to be on this LAN event that we're planning in September and then we're going to be more participa- uh, participatory. Is the word I'm guessing? Uh, participatory in events that other people are holding. And then if they want, we'll help them out if they all but ask. And it's within our realm of realm of ability. But we're also not going to overextend ourselves because we did that last year and uh, we hated it. So, yeah, that that's why that's why I brought up this topic. It's because it's like if if you 
think that we are just here to get attention. I mean, in a way, sure, because we Bring are brand. I mean, we get attention, but also, I'm sorry, but just like we are long standing name in Trek Media. We adapted to the TM 2020 format. We have the most popular servers in the game. Like public servers. And we do a lot of content. Sorry, not sorry. And you may see our our name tags in Cup of the Day a lot. Sorry about that. Yeah, but I'm not. Especially on EVO maps. EVO knows every map, every yes. ice map. Yeah. No. Yes. I've, no. I I kind of feel like there's a connection between you and Tona. I'm going to have to investigate that, though. Oh. oh. Don't forget the full speed maps, the dirt maps, the tech maps, the mix maps, the uh, NASCAR, speed fun, backwards maps. We know all of them. All the maps? I mean, yes, yeah, so we know forever. all the maps. Yeah. Forever, why yeah. do you think I finally joined EVO? I've already put, I, I've yeah. always pulled yeah. the strings behind the back. Yeah, yeah, I understand you don't want to be second anymore, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that actually sucks, to be honest. He, he's still uh, our, our man shorty has still not uh recovered no, from that i i am i am i'm definitely over that but holy <laughs> shit that like those three and a half years <laughs> they they were rough they were yeah, very, I think, very rough i think there was a period where shorty for a year didn't win a single ttc and got second um, like six times whatever. it's three and a half years <laughs> literally the, fir the, 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 the 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 first um TGC, I got second place and was the third edition. And uh, then the second second place was uh, the one against Race Hunts in, in TGC edition 9, which was like one, one, one hundredth of a second. And uh, since then, I've managed to get second oh, ten more times. And always. Um. It just never happened. Like three and a half years, I, was, I had to wait to finally win this 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 competition it's horrible i have a very good meme but i'll just have to find it and i'll post you know the set, the, just because people are gonna always assume that i'm just crumbling under pressure like that wasn't even the case like out of like 12 or 13 finals i played i think i i only like crashed twice and other than that i just always good rounds like i like once i fucking drove world record and i lost because the other guy also drove world record <laughs> <laughs> just what can you do what can you do yeah what can you do it just happens yeah. yeah it's it's one of those things uh sorry i got distracted because uh we we got a short list of top eight seeds for um coming into uh the world tour this weekend and uh evil pink is going to be seed four so for right now assuming no major changes, but uh, there's still time before those seeds are locked in. But right now, interesting. Um, <clears throat> anyways, uh, yeah, Evo, we do too much, and we're whores of the community. Hi! Amazing. I actually yes. have a question for forever. Yeah, go because, ahead. Because, uh, I mean, obviously now, you, you, you we, we talked a bit before, right? And yeah. you said that you're still, even though you won the match against Big now, um, you're still not really happy about the performance, like that. I mean, not not unhappy, but that they can play and perform better. Since we, last week we talked to Spam and that uh, him having a mental coach hugely helped him. Uh, oh, what is what is your opinion on that? With oh. uh, like having a mental coach potentially. I mean, it's not potentially. It's at this point, it's kind of confirmed that we're gonna have a mental coach on stage two already. Uh. 
this is a topic that I've mentioned a few times already uh, yeah, with an ITB. Oh, no. Well, so, just... yeah, this will happen. And I think for us, the main issue, the, the main thing that is stopping us from being a top three, top four team, or even a top two team, uh, is just mentality. And if we are in a lead, and like, let's say, a 2-0 lead, we just feel too comfortable. Uh, there's literally... We just feel re we just relax and then we start throwing grounds. This this is the same that happened versus BDS. This is the same that happened versus Big. We just started throwing our maps, like for example, slippy slides, where we are insane and all of a sudden we lose it. Um, I'm trying to, for the time being, I'm just trying to work with the guys to get that mentality out. But definitely, a mental coach would help that. For now, I have to be enough. So um, it's been fun, but uh, let's we it ha it is uh, already at an hour and a half, and uh, I'm being told by production in DMs that hurry up and get to Q and A with chat. So um, <laughs> this is the time where if anybody has any questions for forever for us for anything anything. Please make it somewhat serious. Please don't do the troll um, thing. The and now that I asked that, being. now they're going to troll. But um, Dirt of the Week when? Um, honestly, as much as I would love to do Dirt of the Week, I would need somebody to pick it up from where me and Chris left off because Chris can even tell you it was very difficult to do 20 weeks straight. If we did it, it would be a lot shorter. And it was just very taxing throughout the week because the process is get new mapper every week and have a brand new map unreleased try to coordinate that with them try to make sure they have enough time to get it done um and there was even at least one or two weeks where we really um struggled and uh getting that done and it was just a lot of stress for i mean i think overall Dirt Weekly was probably one of our more successful events, but just the in the end results, it it just can't be done by us too when we're doing fifteen other bajillion things. We have a collaboration that we're doing um, with one organization. We're doing our our land event, which is going to take up almost ninety percent of our team resources, especially in the summer. Um, when planning gets down to the nitty gritty, we have our podcast that we do. We have the cast that we do um, for regionals. I, I, I met like there's so many freaking things and I was very heavily involved with the Dirt Invitational and I just don't have the time. So if uh, somebody wants to help pick that up, uh, DM me. Um, yeah, that is that question. Um, any other questions? I don't see any other questions. He's like asking when is any leaks on land. I just gave the leaks, bro. <laughs> I can give you <laughs> the dates. This is the dates that we have set on today. Um, because Nadio finally released their um wildcard dates. Released um, or just told the EU. That's the difference. If they released, I have to take a look. They updated their rule book. So the rule okay. book is updated. Um and the wild card dates are immediately after All Stars, and the wild card starts on the ninth. 
I believe, of September. Or what? It, what is? What is this even? I'm opening the same just to help. It's you round out. of whatever round of 256 is on the 9th of September. Oh yeah, because wild there. card is like they, they want to have like an open qualifier for World Cup. Right. Okay. There we go. So yeah, they have an open qualifier, and then they go to Swiss the Swiss bracket stages for uh, the next two weeks, and those are only on Sundays at five. And then they have another quali on the, I don't know, man, it's a hot mess, but, um, finally got the dates. Um, we're going to be shooting for, and pretty much are mostly confirmed at this point. It's going to be the 22nd to the 24th of September in Cologne. Um, it is going to be with, I'll just tell the land already because it's already greenlit. Uh, it's going to be at Experion is the land. Uh, you can check them out at Experion.gg. Um, the name of the event is not going to be Trackadia. Um, I don't have the name yet, but uh, we have some pretty exciting stuff in that pipeline. Um, and yeah, we're already starting planning. We're already got our white. We already got a massive board of like uh, a mind map of like all the things that we have to do and how many people we have to involve. So um, we're going to be eventually recruiting. Well, we are kind of recruiting in a way of people who are interested in helping out in that regard um and um outside of that we can't pay anybody so if you're helping you're helping free we're, we're not getting paid well we don't even think we're getting hotel like that that's how that's how like minimal we're getting paid but the entire event is paid for and they're giving us a crap ton of resources for free so i can't really complain um and yeah, it's it's going to be a if if it turns out like I think it's going to be Tracadia cannot hold a candle to this event. That is that is your answer. So 20 22nd to 24th of September in Cologne at Experion. And the name will be decided TM. And then once that the name I call is decided easy. It's so easy getting you to <laughs> It is. Well, I mean, at this point, I've been I've been wanting to talk about it for hey, so can long. Can you leak this? Yeah, yeah sure. maybe maybe, this. maybe that guy no, was correct like, with the goes like, attention mm, I'm not sure if I can. Well, it's this. easier. So what it's I can easy. tell you is, and uh, then well, leak everything. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. It's easier to like talk about it in a podcast because I don't want to make a major announcement like <laughs> on Twitter or anything like that because we don't have all the details. It's easier to just like kind of give you the details as they come. Like, fight me, okay? Look, I don't mind talking about things because it's not like we're under any in type of NDA. Literally, I got the answer today from freaking Nadeo about their dates. So that's literally what we've been waiting on to, uh, like, events the event, announce the venue and what dates it's going to be at. Um, we just don't know the name, and we have to get double confirmation of the sponsor. But if it's assuming that it is the sponsor, then it's going to be huge. Um, but yeah, I mean, more details are coming. Like I, I said it last week too. I said, I will release more details as I'm able to. So I'm not leaking. Fight me, Lime. <laughs> no, I won't fight you. 1v1 at, uh, V2. That's the name for now. Yeah. It's project V2. It's project Chakadia V2 is right now is the, is the working name, but, uh, it will, it will eventually have a name. Um, but yeah, that's all I can announce. And um, if I don't say it now, Forever's going to fight me. So Forever, you and ITB are duly invited 
to this event. And if you would like to help me forever in like finding some resources from the TMGL side, I would be gladly taking of such. I can help after my final exams, which are in May. Oot. Yeah. Uh, if I pass them, of course. If not, I'm in the mud. But nice. the, tri yeah. the trial <laughs> ones I've passed, so we should be good. Good. And and everybody and uh, if we get um, <clears throat> let's make a goal. If we can get a thousand here, this is me whoring out. If we can get a, oh man, we're only five followers away from a thousand followers on uh, our Twitch stream. Sheesh, bro. People aren't following right now. Um, <laughs> I'm on way too. I was gonna make a like a like a challenge like do I keep my mustache at, at the event or not? Or like a thousand followers on our event? Twitter. Do what? If we get thousand followers on our Twitter within a month, you'll keep it. I yeah. If we if we get a thousand followers within before what the end of March is what we'll say. Yeah. yeah before the if we get a thousand followers on our Twitter or yeah Twitter before the end of March, I will keep the stash and it will be stashport at the event. There, promise. How many? followers so the twitter account has and if we can make my twitch uh 500 followers and i will ah, come on. i will, I will grow plug. a beard shameless plug. Hey, 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 hey. No, not 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 don't bring in your personal channel again really matt no i'm teasing i don't care I I, I, I up if i get a hundred stuff so i will make a track mania song ah okay uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Yo, don't get me started on that evil yeah. thingy bro Listen, if I'm gonna hit 1,000 followers, I'm gonna do nothing. Nice! Oh, Dang, bro! That's how kind I am. Sheesh! Finally, no more forever streams. Hell yeah. <laughs> no worries. I, I'm already cooking on Evo Dirt. No worries. Yeah. Man, well, honestly, <clears throat> it's been fun. It's been real. Forever, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very um, much for inviting I, me. I, I really do have a deep amount of respect for what you do. And I think what you do, uh, the things that you have done so far uh, for yourself, for your team, for Trekmania in general, I think is very respectable. Um, that is why I tolerate you talking crap about me. Um, tolerate. <laughs> <laughs> you have to tolerate it. Unlucky. Yeah, unlucky. But uh, no, I respect it. And like, I, I, th I think it's good to have somebody who... Um, doesn't necessarily see the same things, uh, same way you do. But and I think in a lot of other things, we do have a lot of a similar opinion on, and that's why I, I, I like having that kind of like, yeah, those nine months in TMGO really change your perspective on Trackmania. Um, I'm not really into the semi-pro scene anymore. Um, yeah. I don't have to be, that's like the benefit of all of this, that I don't have to follow the semi-pro scene because... It's not of my interest, uh, and it does doesn't have anything to do with uh, with TMGO. So it gets a bit of time off because normally, when I was still driving and as a semi pro, uh, you'd had to follow everything. And it was, to be honest, I think that following the scene once you're a semi pro, the scene is so spread that it's much harder to follow once you're playing than you're actually managing. Yeah. Um, once you have a lineup, you focus on those two people. Will forever wear a mustache in the track ADV2? No. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe if he gets 1,000 followers. No, I told you I'm doing nothing. 
<laughs> Maybe a special two hours of skipping Evil Dirt map stream. That that's oh, the best on. I can do. Honestly, and uh, and this time I, I will out myself. Uh, this time I won't confuse Mime and Forever at Tricadia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, so I will just tell the story. I'm sitting behind Mime in in the main room in Tricadia, oh, and no. he's like, "Yo, Mime, uh, are you up to, for an interview?" And I think uh, for that he's talking to Mime, and uh, he's looking at me, and I'm like, "Why would I be up to, for an interview?" Yeah, yeah. Well, you're a Team Geo player. Uh, he asked. He asked you because he needed your approval as manager. <laughs> yeah, definitely that oh was it. Nah, pain. yeah, definitely. Uh, I actually, I wasn't even thinking about that situation. I, I was thinking about the situation where you guys There's were sitting, uh, the the, the VIP <laughs> room where Ma, uh, where Mime had like lost or something or like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I walked into the VIP room and I was like, Mime, what was that? And I'm looking directly at you forever. And you're just like, I don't know what happened, man. And you're like, I know. Now I'm looking back. I was like, man, he's probably like, what a Bro, freaking after, moron. After you, after you left that VIP room, we were laughing for like 15 minutes straight. Oh, no. Just, because Mime was aware and we just we were just playing along at this point. <laughs> I, I guess I appreciate the fact that you guys played along. Well, holy crap you could have just been like import yeah you're you you're lucky idiot, bro you're lucky that masa didn't hear it he was on the next table <laughs> he would be doomed forever on his stream bro, <laughs> bro. he'd probably be like and then he, the host of tracadia can't even get the pro player names right why the heck is he on the street well, the best this, the best picture that this uh, the best thing is that i didn't even have a itb jersey this day i don't know how did you even make this out Elcon, Lars, and uh, Mime had ITB merch, and I did, I just had a plain uh, North Face T-shirt. Well, the first day I saw you, uh, I was like, I was like, are you guys forever in Mime? And you guys were, oh, this is my favorite. Actually, this is my favorite story, and I tell it all the time. Is that what first day Tracadia right before it starts? I walk into this elevator and I see two guys that I'm like, I think that's Mime and Forever. I just don't know who is who. And I was like, are you guys Mime and Forever? And you guys are like, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, hey, I'm import. And you both are like, in the lowest, like most disappointed tone you guys could ever make. You both are like, we know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is, uh, I'm sorry. This is, nah, this is the kind of this is the kind of Polish shit talk that I just enjoy so much. People hate me for it, but I just enjoy shit talking this way. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's just how I. Okay, but it was so funny because I, I forget who was walking in with me, but we were just both in the elevator. I was like, oh my gosh, it's mine forever. Like, hey guys, uh, I'm in port. And you guys are like, we know. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Uh, but yes, Attention. now we get to make more memories. <laughs> yeah, it was great. All right, it's well. <clears throat> we need to wrap it up. If that, if that happens next Tracadia, I'm just going to recite the whole pasta. Well, yeah, now about I about evil. It's it's oh, okay. honestly you can make it harder on him when you bring a jersey with the name Mime on the back. <laughs> no, here's what you do: uh, we go to the event, and then you be like, "Yes, I am Mime. I've I've been Mime the entire time." No, I'm, just... I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the ITB guys to give me a jersey with Mime's name. I'm just gonna wear yep. that. <laughs> well, this time I'm so embarrassed by it that I will not forget this time. Uh, honestly, Tracadia literally was like my real actual 
time to give a crap about the pro scene type of deal because Tricadia was more just like a community thing for me at that point. And that's why, like, if you notice in my interviews and everything, it's very community focused rather than like pro player focused. Um, but yeah, this time it won't be different because now I'm in the know. All right. So, uh, lime shorty, uh, start with shorty first, because I always start with lime. Um, shorty, do you have anything yes. else to say before we go? Yes. Okay. I'd like to say, I also know you in both. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna exact, I'm go like, once we, we see each other for the first time, I have to try and remember I'm also gonna be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna get that now. Probably it's like be like, "Hi, I'm Import." They're like, "We know." <laughs> yeah, I want, I, I want that everyone that meets Import is gonna be like that now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm maybe, destroyed. Maybe I didn't even, I didn't even know you thought about that this way. Not yeah. <laughs> for us, it just sounded like you guys were so disappointed. Like I, I even like was had to introduce. I don't know. No. It was. You need it's to remember, so you're American. You smile on the street all the time. We are from <laughs> Poland. We just fucking look at each other and like, we are in the mud. Yes. That's literally all that the discussion happened. that we have in Poland. <laughs> Brother. Maybe that's why people look at me in the street. Funny thing is, then you get to know me, and then I have the Germans being like, Aaron, you're way too cold and you're way too brutally honest. <laughs> oh. Uh. Yeah. All right. If I were I'm, to be honest, I would be already kicked off out ITB probably. <laughs> if I fair. had to say if I were, everything, yeah. If I were honest, uh, you wouldn't see me in the Trackmania community. Um, uh, yeah. Lime, anything else you have to say? Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. And then forever, any final uh, any final thoughts? Uh, I will start a petition to fix the Evil Dirt server. Good luck on that one. It's not happening. Anyways, you guys have a good rest of your evening. As a final, 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 final thing, um, make sure you are paying attention on Monday as we are going to have a very big announcement to just prove how much attention whores we really are. Um, so, yeah, make sure you are keeping an eye out on Monday. because Did I say Wednesday? I meant Monday. Um yeah, so that is going to be it for the stream. We will be back again next week. It will just be us three, Import, Lime, and Shorty. And then in March, we will have a very special guest from Nadeo, I believe. So That's actually really hype. Yeah, and it's really hype. For, for that, that yeah, the, the yeah. chances for this are 50-50. Import wants, but Nadeo doesn't want to. Uh, it's actually Nadeo <laughs> approached us and said, uh, said if they could come on. So... It's gonna yeah. be a fight. We, we, no, yeah, it's. I mean, it might. I don't know. We were trash talking about a cup of the day, leaking too much. Anyways, we are gonna get off now. You guys have a good rest of your evening, and uh, <laughs> take care and uh, have fun.